Hello and welcome to The Mum Logs, the podcast created for mothers, by mothers, to share stories, encourage each other and create a safe space. Hosted by Melbourne mum, Kate Burgess, a mum with a passion for all things support, empowerment and love for all mothers and their stories. Today on the show, we'll be chatting about the backlash I got last week on the breastfeeding photo I posted to Instagram. I'll be chatting about online bullying and some of the disgusting messages I did receive. And I'll also be chatting about how you can tackle these things if they happen to you and how to parent confidently in public. I'll also touch on the things I'll be bringing out to you next year to encourage the support and empowerment of all mothers and all journeys. Thank you so much for being here today, guys. I really appreciate it. It's been a couple of weeks between podcasts and I appreciate you um, checking in on me, making sure that everything was okay and encouraging um, the next podcast to come. They were always coming. Um, It's just been a series of... um, just a series of unfortunate events. I don't know how many of you guys live in Melbourne, but the weather has been nuts at the moment. And um, we had a week of asthma storm, which affects my four-year-old as he gets really bad asthma and croup and things like that. So we battled that for a week and then he ended up getting croup the next week. And now the one-year-old's sick as well. And this week, the seven-year-old had a day off school. So it's just been sort of a series of illnesses and yuckness and I just hadn't had the chance to sort of get on top of anything. I suppose sometimes as a mum you just feel like everything's happening all at once and I kind of felt like I was doing a million and one little things in the day and not actually accomplishing anything in a complete sense and um, yeah that had some sort of effects on my mental health as well as I'm sure you're aware. Some days when you feel like you've got to the end of the day and you look at the house and you feel like you've sort of accomplished nothing it can have um, a real long-term horrible effect on your mental health. So I just had a couple of weeks to refocus look after the sick kids, try and get on top of the house and I suppose start Christmas as well. So it's been a crazy couple of weeks, but um, everything's back and ready to go. I've got this podcast coming out to you today, obviously, and then we've got... Nikki from Mummy Fit Time, who's an online personal trainer. Um, We're doing a podcast with her on Friday and she's amazing. I really encourage all mums, especially new mums, to tune into that podcast because it's a really good understanding of how getting your um, physical body in shape is important, but not as important as looking after your mental health and also the reasons why we don't think that uh, getting your pre-baby body back is something any mum should be striving for and you should just be striving for an overall health and wellness and feeling good about yourself in your body and in your mind. Um, It's a really good podcast, so I really do encourage you to to tune in on Friday. Um, And on that, I do apologize for the bit of a delay that there has been in getting these podcasts out to you. Um, For those of you who live in Melbourne, you'll know that the weather the last few weeks has been mental. And I mean that as in three weeks ago, we went to the snow and then five days after that, it hit 30 degrees. So it's just been a little bit crazy. Um, And because of that, the kids have been sort of getting sick on top of each other. Um, And we had a week where the asthma storm hit, um, which really affects our four-year-old. So we sort of tackled that. And then this week he decided to get croup as well. Well, he didn't decide to, he did get croup and now the one-year-old's sick. So it's just been sort of 
a series of illnesses and other things I've been focusing on. Um, for you know, mums out there, I'm sure you understand what it's like, especially when you've got sick kids or a lot of things happening at once, I kind of got into this rut where I felt like I'd wake up each day, I wouldn't stop, I'd be doing a million and one things, and I'd get to the end of the day and i feel like I'd accomplished nothing. Um, so that sort of didn't put me in a great headspace. My mental health suffered a little bit because of that. And so I just had to take a couple of weeks to just focus on getting all the things done that I needed to get done, looking after the sick kids, and then you know coming back and focusing on this. Um, as I did say, it is a new juggle for me. I do have a business as well that I'm still doing and obviously the kids and then the podcast. So it's just about a learning phase for me, I suppose, and understanding how long it takes me to create and edit each podcast and um, get everything together because I do want to make sure I'm getting them out to you as promised. And hopefully in particular in the new year, everything will run a little bit more smoothly once I uh, fully get my feet and understand how all of this process works. So I do appreciate all the messages I got encouraging me to bring out another podcast and just checking in to see if I'm okay. I am okay. It's just been a couple of weeks of craziness, but everything's back on track now and here we are. So I did want to touch on today, for those of you who know what I'm talking about in the opener, I did post a breastfeeding photo of myself um, on the 24th of November. Uh, Just on the beach, I was just feeding. My seven-year-old son actually took the photo because breastfeeding is something that's very normal in my life um, and it has been for as long as the kids would remember. I've been breastfeeding for seven years now. Um, I did get questioned on that. No, I'm not feeding a seven-year-old, but each their own, if you are feeding a seven-year-old, all power to you. Um, To explain my breastfeeding journey, I breastfed my first son until my second son was born. So just before he turned three, um, I then breastfed my second son until he was three and a half. And I did tandem feed him and the new baby when she came um, for about six months. And then I am still feeding my 17 month old. So it's something I've been doing for, we're nearing on eight years now. It's very normal for us. Um, Just because I say normal doesn't mean it was always easy. Breastfeeding the last two children at the very beginning was the hardest thing I've ever done. In particular, Oscar, the four-year-old, I went through hell to feed him. Um, but I'm incredibly stubborn and I did stick with it and I sought the help that I needed and was able to breastfeed him obviously for three and a half years. And honestly, I did, I was the one who made the call to stop breastfeeding him. Um, and I believe if I had have let him, he probably would have breastfed until he was, I don't know, 12. So (laughs) we did make the decision to stop breastfeeding because I was breastfeeding his sister and it was becoming a little bit too much for me. However, I digress. I did post a photo of me breastfeeding. Um, The comments were all lovely, people sharing their stories of where they had breastfed on the day, which was what I had asked about in the post, which was lovely. Um, And I really didn't get a lot of hate, which is good. I I love that. Obviously, that's the whole point in this post um, and in this whole podcast. However, what I did get was a large number of men liking my photo to begin with, which confused me a little to begin with. I didn't really understand why. And then I got a few horrible messages as well. And by horrible, I mean um, quite inappropriate uh, sexual reference type messages, um, which was sort of new to me and I couldn't understand why it was happening. And as I have mentioned before in the podcast, I'm not very good at technology and it took me a while to realize that it was the hashtags and that some of these men were following hashtags, which I hadn't even contemplated. I hadn't even thought that that could be a thing. Um, and that probably just shows my internet naivety, I suppose, that I, of course, like if that's your perversion, of course you are going to be following the hashtags of it. And 
it upset me. And so I posted to my stories um, asking what I could do about it. How could I tackle this? You know, I have since found out that there is a secret hashtag that you can use. Um, however, I don't know if I should say it on my podcast because then it won't be secret anymore. Um, yeah. And that was one of the suggestions that there was, there could be sort of a, a more um, inconspicuous kind of a hashtag that we could use. Um, but as I said, it was already done. However, this is where I was then hit with a lot of criticism. So when I posted it on my stories and all I said was, this is what's happened. These men are messaging me. Um, is there anything I could do? The very first person that called me disgusting for breastfeeding a seven-year-old. Obviously, I have already explained that scenario, um, but I did explain that. And I just sort of said, I haven't been breastfeeding. I'm not breastfeeding a seven-year-old. I've been breastfeeding for seven years. You know, this is what happened. And then she sort of came back to me. And yes, I say she, because this was a female. Um, she came back to me saying, well, I haven't been breastfeeding for seven years and whatever. And I had to further explain that. Now I was like, okay, that's fine. But then it sort of started. I got that many messages from women in particular saying, I shouldn't be breastfeeding. I shouldn't be posting photos of breastfeeding. I shouldn't. I even got one woman who said I shouldn't be empowering mothers to breastfeed because it's disgusting and all mothers should be formula feeding from birth. Now, those of you who know me in person know that I am a massive breastfeeding advocate. I am obviously a midwife by trade. I have spent a lot of time and a lot of extra hours into learning about breastfeeding, not just because I breastfeed, but because I want to be able to support mothers who want to breastfeed. I am never going to force a mother to breastfeed. If she wants to formula feed, fantastic. I'm going to show her how to do it safely. But if you want to breastfeed, I want to have all the knowledge I can. And I found it absolutely horrible that so many mothers or women were messaging me and calling me disgusting for what I was doing and what I was sharing. And so I sort of just took myself off Instagram for a day and sort of recollected myself and regrouped. Now, the reason I'm sharing this story with you is because these things don't bother me. Okay. The messages I received don't bother me. The things that other women were saying about me don't bother me, but that's because I have thick skin around breastfeeding and I've been doing it for so long and have been abused and disempowered so many times that I have now built up the ability to ignore it and not let it bother me. Okay. So I'm going to share with you a couple of stories that I have faced, but I'm also going to share with you a couple of stories that have been sent in from mothers who don't breastfeed and who have also been abused in public because they were bottle feeding or whatever it might be. So I just wanted to share with you some stories and then I'm going to share with you some tips on how you can deal with it yourself and how you can sort of focus your energies a little bit and hopefully not let it bother you too much because I know this is a big fear and it's one of the biggest messages I've been getting this week. People saying, I know you said that it doesn't upset you when you get these messages. How do I do that? I would love to be able to breastfeed in public. I'd love to be able to confidently bottle feed in public or baby wear or whatever it might've been. How do you do that when you're worried about people's opinions and what they might say to you? So we're going to tackle that. How can confidently parent in whatever way you are parenting in public or around friends or family or whoever it might be? How can you do it confidently so that if they do make any remarks or try and give you some helpful advice that you can just smile and nod and know that what you're doing is what's best for you and what's best for your baby?
So what some of you might not know is that I actually used to run a blog a long time ago now, probably about five years ago. Um, It was quite successful. I really enjoyed doing it. I made some beautiful online friends um, doing so, and it was kind of in the era before blogging was done too much, and it was just a nice little community um, before sort of social media took over as more of the place where people are, you know, sharing their stories now. Anyway, I had a blog and I shared a story about being shamed for breastfeeding. It was quite horrible. Um, I was sitting in the middle of a shopping center and a mother and her teenage daughter came over to me and said some horrible things while my three, I think it was four at the time, was four-year-old son next to me was um, sitting there. And in the end, the person, the 16-year-old called me S word that is four letters that I won't repeat here. Um, And her mum high-fived her and they walked off. I was completely devastated. I had been told off for breastfeeding in public before and not let it affect me too much. But this one in particular really affected me because of the young girl who was involved. Um, I It really affected me because I just thought about her and her future and her having children. And, you know, her she'd already, you know, decided not to breastfeed because it was a disgusting thing and it made you a horrible word. And it was not a natural thing to do. And she wouldn't obviously be supported by her mother to do so. And that made me really sad. It really, really affected me. And I did share the story on my blog and on my social media. And it was picked up by the likes of Daily Mail and Kidspot and Channel 7 News. And I was invited to go on the news. I was invited to go on some podcasts, which I declined because as soon as it was picked up by people like Kidspot and Daily Mail... It obviously went viral and the blog post had, you know, 10,000 views a day and I was inundated by the most disgusting messages and most horrible, horrible things that I've ever encountered in my life. I had grown women telling me that I should commit suicide. I had grown women telling me that I was disgusting and my poor husband, how would he deal with me breastfeeding and just horrible things like that. Um... And I don't mean like one or four or 10 messages. I'm talking and it ended up being close to 100. I also had a lot of men, again, messaging me and asking me for photos of my breastfeeding breasts and um, if I would do certain things to them and things like that. And it just got, it got really intense for me. I just started a new job as a graduate midwife, so the hours were long. I was away from my family a lot and... Yeah, it was horrible. I hated the whole experience and that really did affect me. I closed down the blog. I shut down my social media. I just had to step away from it because I found it really, really scary and really rocked me to my core. And I didn't think that people had the ability to do that. And I honestly didn't think that online bullying would occur for someone like me, you know, just someone from the Western suburbs of Melbourne, you know, a young mum who was just talking about a breastfeeding experience she had. I didn't realise the ramifications of that, I suppose. And it was quite intense. It was quite upsetting. It didn't just upset me, it upset my family. And so, yeah, I shut everything down and I was a little bit reluctant to do this and to start the podcast for the same reason. And then once I started getting the messages again, Again, it really upset me in a way, but this time it's completely different because I have lived this experience before and I wasn't going to let it shut something down that was doing good. I've had so many positive messages since I started this podcast. I've had people message me after the postnatal depression 
um, podcast went to air and say that they had, you know, went and spoken to someone and they hadn't been doing that for years and they'd been pushing it down. And I had people who were new mums tell me that they'd spoken to their husband about their thoughts and that he was struggling. I've had so many positive messages come through that I couldn't just shut it down because of a few idiotic people who can't keep their opinions and their thoughts to themselves. And for me, it's that simple. It's simple enough that I go, that's your opinion. You're entitled to your opinion. No, look, you're not entitled to shove it down my throat, but that's your issue. It's not mine. Okay. So this is a long scale of things. It is you know, obviously to this extent where people shame you for breastfeeding, they want to make sure that you know exactly how horrible you are because you breastfed your child. Oh, poor me. Oh, that's disgusting. It's not. Grow up, get over it. If you don't agree with it, completely fine. If you want to bottle feed, completely fine. I don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with me, but we don't need to bring each other down. Okay. So for me, it's a mindset shift. It's about listening to these people, reading the messages, or not even reading them. In the end, I was just deleting them because I knew what they were. I could see the first few lines. I knew what it was going to be about, and I deleted them, okay? So when it comes to social media, if you are um, bullied or disempowered for doing something in regards to your parenting, I want you to just delete it. If you want to read it, read it. That's fine. But don't engage with these people because it's not really worth it. I did engage with them on my... um, Instagram story. If you were watching, you would have seen that. I did sort of explain myself to one person. I'm talking one out of about 20. Um, And it was more just to highlight the fact that I was so frustrated that I was sitting there talking about mums empowering other mums. And it ended up me being slammed by other mums. So it was out of frustration, but you don't have to let it get to that point. Okay, so I've had a few people message me and just asking, like, I am really wanting to breastfeed in public. I don't like doing it. And when I do do it, I have a cover, but it's uncomfortable. I feel claustrophobic. It makes me anxious. If I'm out and about and my baby gets upset, I either go to the car or I'll breastfeed in a toilet if there's not a parent's room. You know, how can I tackle that? And it really does come down to the fact that you need to have a self-confidence in yourself and in your baby and in what's best for you guys. Okay. So if you're going to go out and your baby's hungry and you're enjoying a cup of coffee and you're in the middle of a food court, if you feel comfortable doing it with a cover, definitely do it with a cover. It's what you're most comfortable with. If not, you know, just breastfeed. Okay, you don't have to look at anybody, you just look at your baby. Now, my recommendation for this is the very first time you do breastfeed in public, I really recommend doing it with somebody who is supportive of your breastfeeding by your side. Okay, because then in the unlikely chance it does happen that you if someone says something to you about breastfeeding or if it's inappropriate or anything like that, then you have someone there who's going to sit by you and support you, okay? You don't want someone who's going to run, run down their throat, but if you feel very uncomfortable doing it and you feel like you would like to do it and you'd like to gain that confidence, then I do suggest just bringing someone because then you've got someone by your side you can have a chat to. You don't have to look at anyone other than your baby or the person you're talking to. And then it just might build your confidence. Do that a few times and then you'll realize that it's totally fine. And most of the time, most of the time, I've breastfed in public 400 times and I have had maybe three people say something to me. And one of those people was in a parent's room anyway. So it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter where you are and what's happening. And I've had lots of people come up to me and congratulate me, give me a high five, pat me on the back for breastfeeding. Okay. So 
I know that you always hear the horror stories and you hear about people who are saying horrible things, but realistically, most likely nothing is going to be said or sometimes you'll have something positive said. So bring a sidekick along, someone you can talk to, someone that can ease your discomfort a little bit and that might help, okay? Now, sometimes this will happen when you're at family gatherings or when you're seeing friends and lots of people, especially when it comes to breastfeeding, like to give you that, oh, when are you going to stop breastfeeding? Oh, he's six months old now. He's eating food. He doesn't have to breastfeed. Now, my favorite thing to do is just very straight out of the box say, World Health Organization recommends breastfeeding to two years and beyond. Okay, that's it. That'll get them off your back for two years. If it doesn't get them off your back, again, they're allowed to have their opinions, but you don't have to let them bother you. You don't have to let them shake you. You have to be confident in your own decisions and what you're doing in regards to your baby. If you have done the research, if you know that it's safe, if you know that you're comfortable, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they think. And you know what? There are people in your life who will probably bring it up a lot, and that's fine. If you want to continue breastfeeding, you just tell them, okay? When you become a mum, you become a an advocate for a tiny person who can't speak, okay? And part of that is having to advocate for your own thoughts and your own beliefs and your own life. And if that means breastfeeding until six weeks, fantastic. If that means breastfeeding until three years, amazing. It's whatever is best for you, okay? And again, it goes the opposite way. If you've decided that what is best for you and what is best for your baby and how you're going to move forward is to formula feed, that's completely fine. If you have people in your life who are going to try and force you to breastfeed, Again, you tell them, I've done my research. I know what I'm comfortable with. And for, you know, you don't even have to disclose reasons. You just say, I'm going to be formula feeding my baby. And that's that. Okay. There are always going to be people with opinions. There were always going to be people who give you meaningful advice, but sometimes they just continually shove it down your throat. Okay. It's your choice to listen and it's your choice to let it affect you. I know if you're feeling down or if you're having problems with your mental health, it is very, very difficult to block these people and their opinions out. Don't get me wrong. So again, I'll go back to my last podcast. If you are struggling, I want you to speak to someone. And if you're not struggling and it's just something that is affecting you, then please bring it up with them and say, look, I appreciate that you're trying to give me advice. I really, you know, I know that you've done this before, whether it be two years ago, 20 years ago, 50 years ago, I appreciate it. But at the moment in my life, this is what's best for me and this is what's best for my baby. And if you have the confidence to do that, I promise you this parenting gig is going to get a whole lot easier. Okay, so what am I going to do about this? I've been thinking about this for a week now. I have, as I've said before, I have massive elaborate ideas that I've had to scale back and I want to be able to do something. Now, I know this has been done before, but this is going to be for my followers and for the people who are listening to this podcast. What I'm going to do, what I am doing, is I've created a card, okay, just like a little business card. Um, it's called the Mama's One card, okay? So, what it is, is on the front, it just says mama's one. And on the back, it just says, it's just a bit of a recognition. I see you parenting your new baby or toddler, whatever it is. Um, I think you're doing an amazing job. And I just wanted to remind you that I think you're wonderful. Okay. It's just going to have a little blurb on the back, something like that, just to empower a mother. Okay. What I want, what the idea of this card is, is if you see a mum out there breastfeeding at a table, you give her the card, you say, you know, you're doing an amazing job. 
if you see a mother out there bottle feeding her baby, you do the same thing. If you see a mum out there who you can tell is just struggling and having a bad day, then maybe you give her the card, maybe you make her day, okay? Um, the idea is, again, just around that empowerment and support. I want mums to be able to love one another and support one another and show each other strength and, and you know, again, mum is one. I want us all to support and empower each other and that's what the card's about. Um I'm working with a great graphic designer who's helping me do this and hopefully in January they'll be out. When I release the first batch, I will chuck them on the website, which I'm creating this week um, and they'll be free cards. Okay. So I'll just be sending the cards out in groups of 10 to you guys um, if you're interested. And then, yeah, if you get a card, if you send a card, I just want you to take a photo, share it to your social media. I want this to become, you know, a movement. I want women to be able to support each other. And, you know, I, I know that if I'm having a really bad day, that sometimes it's just a smile from another mum or, you know, something like that that can really change your day. A compliment can change your world. So that's the idea behind this. I want mums to know that there's other people out there who see them, who appreciate them for what they're doing and who support them. And I want, you know, mums on a bad day or mums who are nervous feeding or mums who are, you know, wrangling three kids while they're trying to feed or whatever it might be, mums who are bottle feeding and are scared that people are going to shame them for that. I want them to get a little card on the you know in front of them and a smile from a stranger who just says wow you know good on you you're doing a great job and I promise you that has the power to change lives. So that's what we're going to do. Um, like I said, I'll keep you updated on the social media and I'll pop it up on the website. But yeah, they're going to be called Mum as One cards. Um, and we're also working on some stickers as well. So we can chuck on our cars and, you know, look after each other. That's the idea anyway. Um, and that's obviously small scale compared to some of the things I did want to do. But this is just the starting point for me and for us and for this whole empowerment perspective. So another thing, I have generated a Facebook page. Um, a Facebook group called Mama's One, um, which will be you'll be able to just search at the moment. I will make it privately event private eventually, but for now, um, I am just putting it up as a public group where you can join in. Um, and this is what I was talking about going to be an empowering, supporting place. Um, I will be monitoring it very closely. I do have some other people who are happy to come on as admin. And we'll just be making sure that everything is positive. If you've had a crappy day and you want to share it, we'll share it. It will share it with us and then we'll lift you up. Okay. If you've had an experience you want some opinions on, we'll help you out. It will not be a medical group. There'll be no medical questions. We'll be very sure of that. It's not about seeking medical help or anything like that. It's just about sharing your days, sharing your wins, sharing your losses and things like that. So it's really important. Um, it's something that I, I'm really passionate about and I am part of a really supportive mums group and I would love it to be like that. So that's what we're going to do. It's going to, like I said, it's called Mum as One um, and I'll also post it to my Facebook page if I can figure out how to do that. So if you don't follow us over on Facebook, do that um, and we'll pop it over and yeah we'd love to have you all there and hopefully we can grow a little community um, I can get these cards out and we can you know be supporting and showing people and mothers that what they're doing is amazing that you know in a world where we're so disconnected from one another um, that there's someone out there who is seeing you and who recognizes you because I know as a mother sometimes you feel like no one sees all the effort and all the hard work you're putting in and that can be really, really hard and really isolating and exhausting and the whole idea is that there's someone out there who, who sees you and they see what you're doing, they see how amazing you are and they want to know that, you know, 
that you're there and that they see you. And I think it's really important. So yeah, that's what the idea is. Um, also in regards to the mums events, which we are working really hard on, um, I've been getting lots of quotes from lots of different people because I don't want it to be a really expensive venture. Um, but there's going to be a few different events that will happen in the first half of next year. One of them will be about um, positive and impactful parenting and having the confidence to parent in your own way. Um, I think it's something that is lost a lot of the time because so many, like I've said, so many beautiful people like to give you advice on how to parent. And sometimes mums don't follow their instinct because a book tells them to do it this way or their auntie tells it them to do it that way. So the whole idea will be about, yeah, having that confidence in your own parenting choices. We're going to have some beautiful speakers come out and chat to you about their experiences. And we'll also just have a little bit of a, you know, a mingle afterwards where you can meet other mothers who might be in the same position as you. So I'm really looking forward to it. I think we're on to something amazing and I'm really looking forward to bringing it to you and showing you that in this big wide world where people are keyboard warriors and so happy to bully people and bring people down, that there still are people in this world who are happy to bring you up, who want to look after you, who want to show you that they think you're doing a wonderful job. And I, I want to bring that community to you. I want you to feel like you're part of something and I want you to feel like you're you're listened to and you're seen and that what you're doing is bloody incredible because it is, because being a parent is hard and it is exhausting and it is challenging at every single step. That newborn phase is hard because you've got sleep deprivation. Then you hit the toddler phase, which is hard because they're pushing boundaries and they're learning and they're growing. And as they're doing that, they like to push you further than you knew you could go. And then you hit primary school and there's a whole new set of challenges that come with that as they develop into their own person. And they're dealing with things that are outside of your control, being other people or, you know, challenges they might be facing. And that's, that's difficult in a way I could never have imagined. And that's as far as I've got in my parenting journey yet. I know that there are preteens that I'm going to have to deal with and then teenagers and then adults, and they will all have their own journeys and their own challenges, but they'll also all have their own incredible moments. So having a community of women who are looking after each other and who are there to support you on your bad days and celebrate with you on your good days is what I'm, I'm hoping to bring to you. And yeah, that's, that's where this is all leading towards. So thank you very much for tuning in today. Um, I hope you can feel my passion because I feel like it is literally exploding out of me right now. Um, and yeah, make sure you do tune in on Friday because the podcast is really quite powerful and, um, Nikki just knows what she's talking about and she knows mothers and she knows exactly how to cater for them and look after them. And I think that's, that's an incredible quality to have. So thank you so much for being here today, guys. For those of you who aren't on our social media pages, you can pop over to our Instagram at the moment and we have a special deal running with Sanity to get 10% off their super awesome Christmas items. Um, there's things ranging from Harry Potter memorabilia to Toy Story memorabilia and some great play school toys as well. So if you're interested, you can get 10% off using the code MAMALOGS and yeah, there's some great stuff on there, especially stocking stuffer stuff. So if you're interested in that, please head over and check it out. Again, we love having these supporters on board helping us run this podcast. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And remember, be kind to yourself, look after yourself, and make sure you're taking a moment of reflection and self-care every day.